having conversations, not telling people that they're wrong or that they should know or do better, not telling people that they should change their ideas, beliefs, and morals, but having nuanced conversations is at the core of this. And in order to actually influence and change and not just preach to the choir, but to actually get the other side or whatever that means to listen and maybe even agree with you, the most effective way is through conversations and often difficult ones. Your job is to rewire your brain with the power of your own mind. That's what neuroplasticity is all about. That's what the human experience is all about. To uncover and rediscover what we are. Human beings, feeling and thinking beings. And by doing so, creating our experience from moment to moment basis. Expand your consciousness into a world where mindfulness meets neuroscience. My name is Fernanda Lind and I am your host. Hello friends and welcome back to the Wired to Win show. In today's episode, in relation to the last podcast episode, I would like to continue the discussion around racism privilege and adding today the layer of having hard conversations, especially as a leader. And in times like these, in times of turmoil, of civil unrest, there's more than ever a need for nuanced conversations and having impossible conversations. Meaning, as the authors of the book called How to Have Impossible Conversations by Peter Bogosian and James Lindsay say, how to communicate effectively with people who hold radically different beliefs. And this is the thing, in order to be heard, in order to get through to another person, we must be able to communicate effectively in such a way that the other person or group of people can hear what it is that we have to say and take that in and also by doing so change their own beliefs around something. When we disagree, when we hold such large differences in, in beliefs, in ideas, in morals, when our worldview collapses in a paramount way, the only way to bridge that gap is by understanding and learning how to communicate effectively. Peter Bogosian and James Lindsay speak about the most effective way to change someone else's beliefs. And they conclude, and they back it up by research, that it is through conversations. And let me repeat that. Conversations is how we communicate in the most effective way. They also conclude that force is a bad way, that using force to change someone else's beliefs is downright ineffective. So the question then is, how do we communicate effectively though? And why is conversation so powerful? Well, the obvious answer 
is that the power of language and words invites a collaboration in a conversation where we can help others doubt and question their own assumptions and by doing so opening up their own mental constructs around what they believe is true or real. So when we have deep and meaningful conversations and when we listen, we invite the other person or group of people to explore their own assumptions, their morals, their ideas, their worldview. And again, as I said on the last episode, this can become a high-level intellectual conversation right here on this podcast. But if you are a leader, if you are a professional, understanding how to have impossible conversations and why you must have impossible conversations with your team with your company, with your clients, with partners, with your community is essential. Avoiding impossible conversations does not lead to change. If you want change in your company, in your community, in society, you must be willing to have these uncomfortable and maybe scary conversations and ignoring the issue it's not going to make it go away. When it comes to conversations around privilege, around racism, and especially in times like these, we easily get swept away by our emotions. Many of us are upset. We are angry. We are outraged. And many of us are confused and lost. And not knowing how to be politically correct and not knowing how to navigate as leaders under these circumstances. Many are stuck in a victimhood place, completely unable to step outside of their own feelings and feel deeply misunderstood, they feel misjudged or even attacked, and feel fragile, as Robin DiAngelo describes in her book White Fragility, around the discussion on privilege and racism, and that, and let me quote her here, the smallest amount of racial stress is intolerable. And the mere suggestion that being white has meaning often triggers a range of defensive responses. So as leaders, how do we then overcome our own fragility, our own biases, and start having impossible conversations? What has to happen for us to get really uncomfortable? And go there. And first, I want to propose that step one is to educate yourself. Educate yourself on both matters on privilege, on racism, on bias, and also educate yourself on communication, on how to have these hard conversations. This is not the time to step back and to wait and see. This is the time to sit down and ask, to talk, and invite in conversations around these matters. We must at all times operate in context with what's going on around us. And even though we might feel incompetent or not capable of leading these discussions, that's okay too. You don't have to lead the conversation in any way, but you must invite the conversation to take place. 
So open up room for these conversations. Give airtime to those who need to be heard and to be seen. What I want to invite you to do next is to set the intention of wanting to understand others. Genuinely wanting to understand why they believe what they do. Why they think what they think. Why they behave the way they do. It is only when we truly see their mental constructs that we can understand. And that's only from that place that we can shift their worldview. And this is why having conversations is actually valuable. Having conversations, not telling people that they're wrong or that they should know or do better, not telling people that they should change their ideas, beliefs, and morals, but having nuanced conversations is at the core of this. And in order to actually influence and change and not just preach to the choir, but to actually get the other side or whatever that means to listen and maybe even agree with you, the most effective way is through conversations and often difficult ones. The lack of civility and even friendliness in the conversation around racism and privilege is everywhere. And again, it demands empathy. And I'm not arguing with that in this moment as the predominant emotion is anger and outrage is at the forefront for a lot of people. But at some point, we must be able to have these difficult conversations in a civil manner. And not only with our peers and those who hold more or less our same views, but with those we hold opposite views with at work, in our communities. As I mentioned in my previous episode, the conversation must begin with ourselves, though, where we first start by questioning our own mental constructs and seek to understand our own biases, our own beliefs, and dare to question them as truth and real. Only then can we be ready to demand the same from others. The truth is that we often demand to be heard, we demand to be validated, but seldom extend the same to others. And that is the invitation to you, especially as a leader, to extend the listening to others, to seek to genuinely understand and to become great at listening and humbly understanding. This is the time to leave our ego behind. This is the time to seek to expand what we believe to be true. Using civility, nuanced language, and even a neutral tone in the conversation will open up for others to shift their own biases and their thinking and allow a new understanding to emerge. I want to finish this episode with a quote by Robin D'Angelo. So she writes, It's uncomfortable to be confronted with an aspect of ourselves that we don't like, but we can't change what we refuse to see. Exactly this. We can't change what we can't see, what we refuse to see. And yes, 
it is deeply uncomfortable to be confronted with an aspect of ourselves that we don't like. And it is uncomfortable to explore our own mental constructs and dismantle our own ideas. It takes courage and a willingness. And the fastest way to help someone else to revise their beliefs is to ask powerful questions that invite self-exploration. But the same goes back to you. It is your responsibility that before you expect of others to change their beliefs and explore their biases, to ask yourself great and powerful questions that help you explore and dismantle your own limiting mental constructs that are keeping you stuck in your own worldview. And this is deeply uncomfortable. And it demands time, it demands energy, and it demands awareness. And obviously, it is way easier to ask of others to change so that you are more comfortable. Let that sink in for a moment. Because that's my invitation to you. To yes, to have those difficult and hard conversations with those around you. To choose to be someone who has hard conversations with your team, with your workplace, with your colleagues, with your community, with your friends, with your audience, if you're on social media. To really go there and to be willing to have those hard and uncomfortable and difficult conversations with yourself first. I've noticed that here's where we want a shortcut. But it is lazy. Lazy thinking, just expecting others to conform to our own worldview. And instead, be rigorous with your own biases, with your own false assumptions, your own limitations. And then you will be able to have a nuanced and civil conversation with others. You think you're woke? You might even believe that you're morally superior and that you know better. But I promise you, if you take a moment to look within you will find that you are full of biases, judgments, and assumptions that are allowing the world around you to stay stuck, to not evolve. And it keeps you in inertia and your circle of influence becomes small. That's why it is paramount that you go there, to the uncomfortable, to asking hard questions and choosing to want to understand. And yes, even those you don't agree with or that you believe have the wrong belief. And narrow thinking is lazy thinking. Question your own lazy thinking and have difficult conversations with yourself and with others. And one last thing. I was listening to a very interesting conversation by Sam Harris, someone that, in my opinion, has deep, very difficult and hard conversations on almost every single episode of his podcast. And I invite all of you to listen to his conversations and to learn, to learn from him and how he chooses to go into difficult conversations, how he chooses to have these hard conversations around important issues, how he also chooses rigorously to explore our biases and mental constructs. One of his guests, one on one of his episodes, is Coleman Hughes. 
who is an undergraduate philosophy major at Columbia University. And in that conversation, they explore the topic of identity politics, race, and racism. And we will post the link to this episode in our comments. But in that conversation, they talk about the competing victim narratives in today's political landscape and about the diversity of opinions in the Black community, which I highly recommend you listen to. And it might be challenging. It might be challenging many of your assumptions. It might also challenge your beliefs. But what I invite you to learn from it is that there is a value in having nuanced conversations, especially around race, around racism, and around politics, and having conversations that are impossible and that are deeply, deeply uncomfortable. So, all right, my friends, as always, I hope this episode challenged your thinking, invited you into expand your mental constructs, and hopefully we can create a better world by doing so. So stay safe, take care, and have a wonderful day or evening, wherever you are in the world. Bye, everyone. You have been listening to the Wired to Win podcast with me, Fernanda Lind. For more episodes, show notes, links, and ways to subscribe to the show, go to fernandalind.com forward slash podcast. Please subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you go to get your podcasts to help others find the show.